Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The TalkSport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent a Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, 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 hello. Happy Sunday, my friends. Welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And, of course, there's only one place to start, and that's at the Brentford Community Stadium. As Eric Ten Hag remains without a win as Man United manager as they lost to Brentford, unbelievably. Here's all the fallout on game day phoning with Jamie O'Hara and Gabby Bonhoeff on TalkSport. The final whistle blows, a brutal, crushing defeat for Manchester United on what must go down as one of the most troubling days in all of their Premier League history. Bad start of the game, and opponent is more hungry, and they were really aggressive, and you have to fight yourself in the game, and we didn't do. This is an absolute joke from Manchester United right now. It's a sackable offence. If I was Manchester United now after this game, I'd be thinking, you know what, Ten Hag, just pack up. You, you've had pre-season. They've started the season as shambles. Look at them; they're like strangers on the pitch. No, they look like a league. One, they look like a league one team Absolute playing right now. Strangers. What is going on at this football club? They're just not good enough. I mean, they're not just not right. good enough. Mark, you're just no, not good not. enough. The players no. are not good enough at Manchester United. That's all it is. Forget the money. They are not good enough. Brentford 2 at Manchester United nil, and the defending from Manchester United is absolutely pathetic. I think it was possible eh, that you made six mistakes and that you concede four goals. And I know football is a game of uh, mistakes, but you have to take responsibility on the pitch. Two of the poorest defensive goals you will ever see, and Eric Ten Hag shakes his head. Manchester United have got a load of arrogant footballers playing for them who think they're better than what they are, and they turn up against teams like Brentford, who will die on the pitch for their football team, and they get turned over. What is happening to this club? It is so bad. I mean, the back four and the goalkeeper today, uh, Harry Maguire, Martinez, all over the place. They look like League One players. They look like League One players out there. Brentford 3, Manchester United 0. Manchester United have fallen to pieces in sunny West London. And this is a scoreline and a Manchester United performance to send shockwaves throughout Old Trafford. People talk about, oh, they'll be in the top four. At least, you know, Champions League football will be soon. We, we, you know, we'll be lucky to still be in the Premiership. United continue to slump and slump and slump. Every time you think it's got as bad as it's going to get, Get, it gets worse and worse. You're just not the same Manchester United you used to be. This, these results, no. these results have been coming 
You know, last week you lost. It wasn't a shock that you lost to Brighton. This isn't a shock to me. This isn't the Manchester United of Sir Matt Busby. This isn't the Manchester United of Sir Alex Ferguson. This is the palest fake imitation for a club that, of course, has had so much glory and success in the past. We have to deliver uh, different standards, uh, higher standards, quite clear. Listen, we're not mighty. We're far from mighty. Now you've... We're not mighty mouse more like... <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough of this football club. I'm not being associated with a club who do not show any passion on that pitch. Mm. We're going to get a batter off Liverpool. You know, these players don't deserve to wear the Manchester United shirt. It's embarrassing. There's been another goal, Joe hey! Shannon! Can you believe it? Brentford 4, Manchester United nil. Manchester United have capitulated here. We got battered by Brighton. We've been absolutely battered by Brentford. And I'm just... I don't really know what to say and what is going on at the club at the minute. This is a disgrace for Manchester United. They are banter FC of the Premier League yeah. right now. Straight away, it's embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. And the Man United starting lineup cost £345 million today. Brentford, £55 million. That in itself is an absolute disgrace. There's something fundamentally wrong at my club at the moment. The first Manchester United manager to lose his first two games in charge for more than 100 years. This team is good enough uh, to, to beat Brighton, to beat um, Brentford, but we didn't do. So uh, we have to question him ourselves. We should be worried about the relegation at the moment. It should be our first time of being fearful of that number 20. Oh, where where, where oh, are you from, on, Danny? Dan. Come on, Danny, I'm where are you from? Sorry, I look at that and it scared me. You know what? It scared me. I was watching that mm. game feeling physically sick. Elsewhere in the Premier League, Arsenal beat Leicester at the Emirates. Man City tonked Bournemouth 4-0. Southampton came from 2-0 down to draw with Leeds and Brighton played out a goalless draw with Newcastle as predicted by me on Friday's drive. Here's all the best reaction on Game Day Live on TalkSport. Great game this one, and the Gunners make it two wins from two. Work to do for the Foxes. Full-time here, Arsenal four, Leicester two. Really happy, obviously, the way we started the performance, the goals that we scored, and, and obviously the three points is six out of six. Yeah, I thought it was a mixed bag today from us. I thought the spells in the game were very good and we looked dangerous, but we then present it. You know, the goals really to them. And it's Gabriel Jesus with his first Premier League goal for Arsenal. The ball came down to the left-hand side and he just looped it over the keeper. Two goals, two assists and the players are still in the dressing room set. So that's the, the mentality. I said that before, he's very, very special. Um, I'm more than happy for him. He scored the first Premier League goal for us. But not only the goals and assists he's doing, but his work. Um, he's every day like this in the training session as well. You want to be at the top end of the table you, you, you've got to invest and you've got to, to bring in quality however the club have been great for me in my time here and I respect that we can't do that everyone knows when you can bring in players and bring in players of quality it's not just what they bring in it's the lift it gives all the other players uh, and that's obviously something that we've missed we're talking about Casper Schmeichel going what's the keeper doing what's the defence doing communication and decision making all over the place but that's Brendan Rodgers, Leicester defensively, that's how they've been. We're not one of the big clubs that the, the pandemic didn't affect, it really affected us, but we're, we're not at the level. We, we can't then push on and, and get in more players because we don't have those resources. We are enjoying it, playing together, I think the fans are enjoying it and uh, we need to maintain that. There's only two games, there are a lot of things to, to get better at and uh, let's prepare the next game. My job has always been about developing players and supporting them and helping them and 
that's what we'll do here with this group. I don't want to get too carried away, but I generally think this is the best Arsenal team we've had now for maybe over a decade. Arsenal are in a good place, Jermaine. I mean, even watching the Arsenal documentary, I'm having Arteta... Arsenal have to look at top three, not top four, top three. I'm really, really excited now for the season, and I think that the, the Arsenal fans have got a lot of forward to, lot to look forward to the, over the next uh, over the next twelve months. You know, top four is definitely on now, hundred percent. Our goal should be to get in top four. I don't want to get guaranteed third and all that stuff. I think if we can get in the top four, it's a success. But. It is the best mm. football I've seen from Arsenal for a long time. Manchester City 4, Bournemouth 0, a walk in the park for the home side, Adrian. Absolutely outstanding performance. The game was the game today. I think we all understand. Many, many managers probably sat here after a game playing against Man City and the quality that they possessed. The levels were, were different today. We've played against a world-class team that can execute in any given moment. Yeah, as a team, we did a, a really good performance. An outstanding performance from the champions, Manchester City. Bournemouth, on the other hand, very, very poor. At times today, the levels and the quality was there for everyone to see, and um, that's what happens when you're playing against a world-class team and world-class players, really. So we had our tiny little moments, um, and then, yeah, they punish you with individual brilliance and the way they are as a team. Southampton 2, Leeds 2, the narrative going into this game was that Ralph Hasenhutl was under pressure and that he'd lost the dressing room. Well, if that's true... How can you explain the last 20 minutes of this one? We know that this makes our life, our life tougher, my, my job a little bit tougher. But uh, um, this, the, the important thing is that, that, I, that I know what I have with my team. All in all then, a good point for Southampton, David Connolly. And I suspect the manager will walk off thinking, job done. And where's the descent in the dressing room? Well, certainly it was the comeback that was much needed, and they got it. You know, substitutions were superb. Mara, Aribo, Armstrong, all absolutely outstanding. You know, it would be easier when not uh, everybody tries to, to take it and, and get, get, a, get a story out of it, because it's, it's, it's shambles. And uh, this is what I, meanwhile, I must say is a little bit annoying. In, in social media and in all this, this this stuff what is coming but yeah we have to live with this this is our job we know this once you lose a dressing room as a manager you're done but what's the best that Southampton fans can expect this season you know that every time they get a decent player and he does well they sell them not enough maturity to close out the game and not enough clarity of how to, to manage the, the match but I'm really happy with the with the progress that we're making a game with two halves really leads much better in the first Southampton superb in the second and I guess probably both teams will be content with the point. We can talk about the match, but more importantly, I think if we talk about the development of the direction we're going in, that we're very pleased and know that we have a positive future. The full-time whistle goes, and the points are shared between these two upwardly mobile Premier League clubs, Brighton and Newcastle. Well, disappointing in terms of not getting the three points, yes, but overall the performance was, was fantastic and very very proud. Gives us a lot to go forward with. It gives a lot to be excited about. Credit to them for how they played. But also credit to us for how we hung in there and didn't concede and battled away and got a valuable point in the end. It's a, a, a miles better point for Eddie Howe and his Newcastle team than what it is for Graham Potters because Newcastle was second best today. Four points, two really strong performances. So to perform as well as we did... Uh, against a tough opponent gives us a lot to go forward with Brighton were in control they looked uh, more inventive in the final third they created far more chances and without exaggeration you know the expected goals I'll be amazed if there's not five Newcastle take a point back to Tyneside and both sides remain unbeaten at the start of this Premier League campaign both managed to take over for the game but you have to say on the performance side Brighton were far far the better team 
Now moving on to the lunchtime kickoff, and Aston Villa got their first win of the season with a 2 0 win over Everton. A game, of course, that was exclusively live on Talksport. Shortly we'll hear from the Villa legend Gabby Agbonhor, but first here's all the reaction to Game Day exclusive with both managers and the former England winger Trevor Sinclair. The Villa play goes down, but it's all over. Aston Villa have their first Premier League win of the season. A handshake between Steven Gerrard and Frank Lampard. We were really good today for, for a large part of the game and we've done ever so well to get ourselves 2-0 up and I think we thoroughly deserved that lead. You know, I feel much different about our performance today. I think that's the difference last week. I didn't feel like we deserved anything and the outcome we had no complaints about. I'm not concerned in the bigger picture. It's important that we remain really patient at the minute anyway because of the, the element of transition that we're in. Any manager, you know, if you give a, a group of players an objective and a job to do and they go out there and do it to the best of their ability, when they come in, whether they've won, lost or drawn, you can't have a go at them because if they've given you everything, that's the most they can give you. And I actually think this Everton side have given Frank everything there. Things have to change a little bit in terms of mindset and personnel and then we will get much better, And in my opinion, very quickly. So it's a shame we didn't get the points out of the first two games that I think we deserved, but we have to just be positive and look forward. They were on it from the first tackle. You know, Gerard had them pumped up. I thought McGinn was back to his best today. Watkins yeah. was great. Mings was great. And Aston Villa really needed that result today. I'm underwhelmed by Stevie G. I think he's a media darling. I think he gets away with an awful lot. Three wins in 13 is pretty pathetic. Everton need a striker. You can't sell with Charlton and not replace him straight away. Yes, the money was good for him, but you have to replace him. They need two strikers, Jamie. Rondon can't be coming on. Rondon, you know, he wouldn't get in a championship team. I think it would have been really cruel if we if we weren't the winners today. I think we've controlled large parts of the games. We've passed it extremely well. We've created other chances to, to take the lead even more. When it mattered and when we needed to put our bodies on the line, we did that. You know, if it wasn't for that late goal uh, by Everton, Tyrone Mings is one of the big reasons why they would have kept a clean sheet. And going the other way, you've got Ollie Watkins, who's got two assists. The outside have made a big thing about this, which I understand, because when you, when you change a captain, I expect that noise. But um, no-one's ever doubted or said that Tyrone Mings is out the team or he hasn't been dropped. He was injured last week. In terms of the noise that's been made... On the outside, I can't control that. For Everton, it is back-to-back defeats to start the season for the first time in 13 years, although they will believe they should have prized a point from this game. We were OK today, but we need to be better if we're going to get more points on the road. And As I say, that's something that doesn't just come by clicking your fingers. It will take a bit of time. They've just not got the quality in certain positions which are vital to them winning football games. I think the form in general is important. We we need to be a team that gets more consistent results and more points on the board. You know, We don't want to take all these steps forward today and not build on it next week. Similar story to last week, but... Is what it is. We've just won this game. I won't be getting carried away. I'll stay calm again and we'll try and prepare in the best way for Crystal Palace. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for... Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Now, looking ahead to this afternoon's mahoosive game at the bridge, where Chelsea, of course, hosts Spurs. Shortly, we'll hear from former Spurs midfielder Jamie O'Hara, former Chelsea defender Jason Cundy. But first, here's both managers looking ahead to a big game for both sides. Around the back to Havertz, inside the area, tucks it low, hits the defender, goes in and Chelsea have an early lead. Chelsea are at Wembley. They have beaten Tottenham in a cup semi-final yet again. One win since 1990 in all competitions for Spurs at Stamford Bridge. The, the difference between the two teams uh, are very important. I don't believe everything that Antonio Conte says in, in games like this, before games and after games. Our target uh, compared last season is to try to, to, do, uh, to improve. Base for Kulisewski! Inside the outs, Mason Mount in his 2-0 Chelsea. Tottenham have come a long way with Conte. I think now's the moment for Spurs to turn the tide okay. and start becoming the biggest team in London again. What is going on with you Spurs fans? I'm, We're flying. I, We're flying. Antonio Conte comes with the rep- reputation of someone that will get things going in the direction very quickly. Tottenham is a different animal. Players at times, especially when I was there, we'd line up in the, the tunnel against Chelsea and there was a real hatred there. Chelsea is uh, one of the best team uh, in uh, in England and uh, Europe. I never felt a huge gap because they are close matches and they are a very competitive and very talented uh, uh, squad. You feel they're not quite as strong without Rüdiger at the back as they once were. So yeah, there's, I think there's a chance for Tottenham this season to, to do something really well uh, with what they're building. And it seems that the manager is firmly in charge and these players are almost on trial. I'd certainly see them winning a trophy this year. You know, they've got a fantastic squad, you know, Conti's got a good manager. But the, the squad is excellent. They've recruited well. Two years ago, they won the Champions League. Last season, they won the World Cup uh, for club. I admire him a lot, and I believe strongly that every team he trains competes for everything, mm-hmm. um, no matter which team it is and what club it is. And this is uh, what he proves right now. This is an interesting test on Sunday for both teams. If Chelsea are a margin off... And Tottenham were as good as they were last week. Chelsea could get a whacking. Spurs had the biggest underachievers of the big of the so-called big six. We've got the, the best stadium, a brilliant stadium. We've got the best. Ma- we got, we've got the best manager. You've got one of the best. Got one of the best. Got one of the very best. Uh, yeah. Best training facilities. But, well, I mean, yeah, no, they've best got striker great. in the world. Best one of the best. Best strikers. left winger. One of the best strikers, definitely. Yeah. No, so no, I think it now's the time to make our mark. This fan base, the noisiest fan base, has got nothing to shout about. Yet you find something. What do you mean we've got nothing to shout. Oh, about? we've got a great training ground. It's true. It's true, though. I think we're going to go there and we're going to absolutely destroy you. I mean, I do love this. I mean, if there's one fan base that do make me giggle, it's always Spurs. The game uh, will be good because uh, both teams want to play, want to try to 
to win. It's one of the toughest opponents because that's what is always uh, with Antonio Conte's teams. And um, that's what we're facing tomorrow. I think we're looking at a draw there, yeah. which, won't, which won't please Simon because he will accuse me of sitting on the fence. But I think a, go- a draw is a good result for, for Spurs. I think the sensible prediction would be a draw. I just would like to be a little bit more ballsy about it. Yeah. And I think Tottenham have got the opportunity to go and lay an early glove on, to- on Chelsea. Well, that's it for another podcasty thing. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. Make sure, of course, you hit that subscribe button. I'm back tomorrow afternoon, 4pm on Andy Gossie's Drive Time, alongside my one and only friend, Darren Bent, as we build up to TalkSport's live and exclusive coverage of Liverpool against Palace. Come on, Palace. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Gossie's TalkSport Daily Podcasts at first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.